It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Big stories. Big guests. The big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3. 770 CHQR. I'm very excited uh, to talk about this new book, his latest, I believe now his his seventh book. Uh, Ken Dryden, Hall of Fame goaltender, six-time Stanley Cup champion, former member of parliament, cabinet minister. His latest, it's called Scotty, A Hockey Life Like No Other. As mentioned, he'll be in Calgary for an event, part of WordFest, Friday night at the Central Library, more at wordfest.com. Ken Dryden, so great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks a lot, Thanks a lot, Rob. Obviously, uh, look, Scotty Bowman, someone uh, very integral in, in your life and hockey career, somebody you're very close to. But the idea of, of telling a story about him and telling it this way, where, where did that come from? Well, I mean, the, the first part of it was that it just seemed as if there, that there had to be something about Scotty. Scotty is now 86 years old. He has lived a life like no one else has ever lived and like no one else will ever live again. He's been not only close to hockey for for almost all of his 86 years yeah. but he has been up close to it uh for all of that time and and uh, so you know that that his story couldn't be lost it, it it had to be told so that was the first part of it and the second part was then well then how and, and how how to do it and and not to do it as a sort of a series of war stories and and uh, which are fine and they're interesting, but but what makes him unique is his life as a coach. And so um, instead of asking him to be just a storyteller, to ask him to be a coach and to be the coach again, and 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 you know, because he has seen all of the great teams for the last 70 plus years and he's seen all of the best players and he's coached you know many of them and he's coached again against most of the others is is make him the coach again and make them a coach of both teams have him choose the best eight teams of all time and then have them play off against each other you know, for, the, the, for the, you know, the teams that he thinks are the best and ultimately the team that is the best. But not just offering the opinion of it and with a nice list of top eight and here's the, the top <laughs> team. But the essence of it is, is the why. Yeah. Is that why this great team and not this other great team? What was it about them? If you were coaching them, how would you coach them? How would you coach against them? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And, uh, and so that was sort of the original core of the book. But then, as I said to him, that, that really, in order to get at those, you need to set a context. So, so if you're choosing a team, and here's sort of a spoiler alert, I mean, one of the teams is the 1952 Detroit Red Wings. Okay, it's 1952. And and training camp for Detroit, you know, opens in 51 in September. 
uh, where are you? What are you doing? Okay, well, I'm born in 1933 in, in September, so I'm just turning 18 years old. And I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And and uh, my parents are doing this and that, and my brother and sister, and, and whatever it is. So you set your own personal context, but then also set... The, the context of hockey at that time. Okay, so at that time, they had, there's still the six teams. They're out of the war years now. All of the players are back. The teams are 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 kind of into their their full strength. But there are some horrible teams. Chicago's a very bad team. The Rangers have never been very good, and the Bruins aren't very good. The Leafs were great in the late 40s, but now they're starting to fade. And Detroit is becoming this first great powerhouse of the league and the Canadians are not quite there yet but they're sort of on the horizon whatever you know the story happens to be and then with the next team the same thing and the next team and the next team so in the end it becomes Scotty as the coach but at the same time it's it's it, it is a biography it is his story but it's not just a story of the of the past and of his of his mind and his approach and his thinking of the past. It's putting him into the present as the coach, and uh, and so it's taking all that he has learned from the past and applying it to the you know the, to to the you know that that what is going on now. Yeah. Which is quite fascinating. Obviously, though, it's it's a process that that inevitably is going to to involve you, uh, teams that you played on, or how he would coach against you, or how how he would coach you. Um, sure. You know, and so you're kind of back to to maybe those days where he he did coach you, and and he was yeah. casting judgment or or making decisions that that maybe you didn't agree with. Yeah, I mean that was the that was the, I knew that was going to be the hard part. I mean, if he was going to choose one of the teams that I played on and that he was the coach of, then how was I going to deal with that? And and so, I mean, the only way that I could you know, kind of, I mean, we, we dealt with the teams chronologically. Um, and so of, of his eight teams, okay, here are the eight, and I'm going to make up statistical binders for each of those teams. I have a friend who who has who was uh who did the NHL um record guide and record book for years and years so he was able to put together uh the statistical package one binder for Scotty one for me and then we would move ahead chronologically with his eight choices but at some point you know if if our if the team that I was on was one of them then uh then how then what and so i decided okay we'll deal with that one last even if chronologically it doesn't come last and uh, uh and so that's what you know that's what we ended up doing and and it was it was hard i found it hard and and i found it uh, those conversations when i knew that our next call was going to be about you know that team and the next few calls would be about that team is uh uh is what Scotty going to say yeah. and uh and then you know if uh, if it is one of those teams then you get into the playoffs and is that how's that team going to do and and so it was uh, and and I would find myself getting nervous i mean really i mean and 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 again i didn't know how these things were going to turn out and i didn't want to know and i told Scotty i didn't want to know you know these were his eight teams you know, he was the one who was going to. You know, I can. I could ask questions. I could probe. I could say, "Well, you said this. Well, then why wouldn't that work against you know this team?" And why I could do all of that. 
but in the end it was his conclusions and for his reasons and and i had to find a way of of living with that uh, he came into your life uh, after the uh, the season of 71, where, you know, you, you obviously were a big part of that story that year as a rookie goaltender, an unusual situation where the team changes coaches after winning the Stanley Cup. But, um, you know, it, it worked out pretty well in the end. You had, I think, seven seasons together. At what point, or did you already know coming in that, that this was, uh, you know, this was a special person? Um, no, I mean, I, 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 I had heard about Scotty, um, mostly, well, I guess mostly from St. Louis, but a little bit from beforehand. I mean, that, that he, he was this kid who was coaching junior teams and, and coaching some really good junior teams. And at, at an age when you don't get the chance to coach good junior teams and you don't win championships or, or be win Memorial Cups or go to Memorial Cup finals at that particular age. So so I knew that by reputation he was kind of this this uh wunderkind, but but you know that that, that was as much as, as as I knew that way until St. Louis. And then Saint you know that that Saint Louis uh, you know, and, and and those of you who have long enough memory is that is that with expansion from six teams to twelve teams, all of the new teams were in their own conference, right. and so you had the six established and stronger teams playing against each other, and then the weaker teams, the new ones, most of their games were against each other, and only a little bit against the you know, the, the established ones. And 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 the the winner of the expansion teams would play in the Stanley Cup final. So for three straight years, St. Louis was in the Stanley Cup final. They got swept three straight times <laughs> by the by the Canadians and the and, and the Bruins. Um, but they got there. They got to the Stanley Cup finals. They weren't the second best team. They were far from it. But they would get to the finals, and he was the coach. So I was aware of him then. Uh, and I knew that that he was coming to Montreal with a with a you know a, a big reputation at a pretty young age. I mean, he would have started with the Canadians. His first training camp would have been seventy one, seventy two, and so in seventy one he would have been turning just turning thirty eight. You know, at that time, um, and uh, uh, and and the first year was not a good year. I mean, we weren't that good. We had won by surprise the year before. The Bruins, you know, came storming back. Chicago was good. The Rangers were good, and uh, and we lost out in the first round. And and so this was not a great year for Scotty. And it was in the second year there that you know that we found you know we rebounded back. We got better. We were getting some younger players in that would become great stars, and we won the cup in Scotty's second year. And so pretty soon it was clear that this guy is really good. And then it became that much clearer in the last four years of the 70s when we won four straight yeah. cups. And, and that, you know, this, this guy, this guy's really good. I mean, you know, you can win one and that, that's, that's hard, but it's possible. Winning two is really hard. Three, boy, you've got to be good. And four, <laughs> you've got to be beyond that. Yeah, and then he added a few more to that, too. And then uh, he did. Yeah. Uh, the book is called Scotty, A Hockey Life Like No Other. And as mentioned, you'll be here in Calgary this Friday night uh, at the Central Library. More details at wordfest.com. Ken Dryden, always great talking to you. Thank you so much for making some time for us here today. 
Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, Rob. All the best to you, sir. Uh, Ken Dryden, Hall of Fame uh, goaltender, six Stanley Cops. Um, obviously some time in politics, federal cabinet minister, now author. His latest, Scotty, a hockey life like no other. We are back with more right after this. Flurries and minus 7 in downtown Calgary. Good afternoon from Global News. It's 2.30. I'm Brendan Newfeld. Highway conditions are deteriorating this afternoon. Pinoca RCMP are advising drivers not to use the QE2 between Red Deer and Pinoca. It is described as ice-covered. A semi has jackknifed at Highway 12 and traffic through Lacombe is being rerouted on Highway 2A. Alberta's NDP opposition is calling for a province-wide inquiry into lead in drinking water based on stories by Global News and other journalists this week that found levels of lead that were unsafe in a number of Canadian cities. Meanwhile, a city official in Calgary says the Water Resources Department is working on a more aggressive strategy to deal with any lead in Calgary's drinking water. The chair of the Board of Trustees at the CBE is asking the province not to surprise schools like this again. Marilyn Dennis was commenting on the effect of the new provincial budget on the public school board. She says the board will get at least $32 million less this year, despite an increased enrollment of 2,400 students. Officials say they're looking at all options to balance the books, and that includes possibly cutting current teachers. The Calgary Meat Council is welcoming the end of a Chinese ban on imports of pork and beef products. It's estimated to have cost farmers almost $100 million since it began back in June. Snowfall warning remains in effect for parts of southern and central Alberta today. Here in the city, periods of snow uh, right up until about midnight tonight. We're looking at a low of minus 14 and then sunshine and minus 9 tomorrow. Right now it's minus 7. Breaking news when it happens. Our next scheduled news at 3. I'm Brendan Newfeld. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.